Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Welcome, welcome home. Um, today on Coach Unplugged, I'm gonna I'm going to do something I haven't done in a while. I'm going to, at least for the next couple of weeks, I think on Wednesdays, uh, when I'm releasing high school hoops, I'm also gonna release high school hoops here on Coach Unplugged for a couple of reasons. First of all, I think it's it, it's talking about tournament and kind of preparation, some of those things, which I think is super important. That's the first thing. But the second thing is, um, I know there's a lot of high school basketball coaches that should probably jump over and listen to high school hoops too. Um, I'll make sure I put it down in the show notes, but I'm going to do that for at least the next couple. I'm talking about, you know, tournament time and preparation, some of those things, which I think is, is a valid, um, thing and, and if it's and if it's not for this year, then maybe for another year. So go over and check it out at high school hoops. And let's head off to the podcast. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to High School Hoops. Almost said Coach Unplugged. High School Hoops. Uh, before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. I'm going to tell you from, from that we, we ha- they're, they're getting a lot of use in our gym right now. And, and our shooting percentage, I mean, I think the first 30 minutes, because they all have different classes, so I set them up, right? I said, we have three of them, but I set two of them up because yeah, I wanted to leave other baskets open and um, for some other skill work. And I think, because I get down there as fast as I can, and then, you know, there's they kind of, depending on where their classes is and what they're doing after school, it takes them 15, 20 minutes to get down there. Um, so then the kids at Bust Bound can get, you know, I think they're getting like, I think each machine's getting four or 500 shots up before practice goes so that's awesome um so mention high school hoops or coach unplugged to get four hundred dollars off or mention me um also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better the one-stop shop for basketball coaches had some great community members join recently and uh, are learning a lot so it's pretty exciting and, yeah, and uh that's how um, i'm really for steve usually puts me in charge of designing the topics and so 
I would encourage people that are part of our Facebook group, um, uh, one with like 71,000 members, which is, I think, an awesome, like the coolest uh, basketball community around. Camp Randall, that's where the Badgers play, man. When I start thinking about it, it freaks me out a little bit. That's so. awesome. And I really, I love these specific questions. Um, and even when you guys put down the different grade levels, because that really helps us for our podcast. Um, I know, because- and, 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 and Jake's working on some stuff for Teach Hoops too right now. Yep. He actually sent me a screenshot. I didn't actually believe it until he sent me a screenshot. It's pretty funny. And it should be in, it should be in the folder tonight. So, um, oh, no, on- you're kidding. No. Yeah. yeah. I know. All right, teachhoops.com member. My students still love their seat cushions, Coach. Thank you, by the way. Do they? I hope they, they love do. them. Dude. I know. I, I'm sure it made your heart melt. It's pretty it awesome. It did. It made me feel really good. It was a great. It yeah, made it my day. Actually, it made and my so, day. When I was able to do that. Coach donated to a donors choose, which got my uh, my classroom uh, seat cushions for floor, so they can play with Legos and do partner reading. And um, I sent him some pictures, and he just he was really coach, excited. Coach, coaches in Milwaukee, and I'm in Madison, so we take care of. I don't know, maybe half the population in the U.S. in the yes, Wisconsin. We in Wisconsin, is probably half of it. Maybe not half. Maybe a third. But it's a it's a high abundance. Yes, it's a high abundance of kids live in Madison, Milwaukee, and Wisconsin. Yes, but you, you the do WI forgets that often. But yeah, <laughs> I deal with first graders, and you deal with seniors. So yeah, it's. I mean, they're. I mean, developmentally, they're about the same. <laughs> especially after, especially after spring break. I'm telling you, I, just, I, I don't know if I've ever said this in this podcast. Seniors after spring break are like freshmen. They're probably more like first graders or second graders. And they are, there's like invasion of the body snatchers. Like they just, when they come back from spring break, they're, because they, they're scared, they're excited, they're all, and yeah. Stuff and it's a whole lot of emotions. It's a lot of emotions. And they act very immature. Trust me. <laughs> I know. All right, what's today's topic? Well, um, you know, I've been following your team all year, watching lots of film, giving you feedback, and I think it would be very beneficial for our listeners to talk about your approach this year towards the playoffs in real time. Yeah. Um, I mean, is it is it different than years past? Obviously, it's going to be different because every team is different. The teams that you're playing might be different. Um, and so, obviously, it's always going to be different. But with you not being in the playoffs last year due to COVID, is it even a different, even, is it like even a hundred times different? Like so it, it, it is literally like, it's my first or second year coaching. Um, and I'll give, I'll give a couple stories. One is we were playing our, one of our rivals, Madison West, and we met in, in the locker room before we headed over. And I literally on the whiteboard told them where they needed to sit when they went in and where the locker room was. Cause they have no idea. Like none of there's no historical history or handing down like next year, they'll all know where to go and they'll know where to sit. I won't have to say any of that stuff because the upperclassmen will take care of the underclassmen kind of thing. Right, but you, you people, if listeners have to understand you have a lot of sophomores and you may have a freshman. So some of these people have never been in these facilities. Right, so, right, right. Like, I we're not talking about team. juniors that lost their junior season that are seniors. We're talking yeah. about kids have never been exposed to anything right. within your league. It is the first time that I've never coached. Like I'm coaching kids. I never, none of them I coached. I've never coached any of them. And even when I was took over the job at Memorial 25 years ago, I was a JV coach. So I'd coached some of them. So this is all new. So there's no historical stuff. Um, so from a standpoint of change, totally different. Like they don't, 
we have a bunch of traditions that we do um, come tournament time, and they don't know them. So I'm going to have to, over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to have to teach them some of the things that um, that we're going to do for tournament. And, uh, you know, uh, just this is how we do this, and this is how we prepare for this, and this is how pregame works, and this is how this works. And some of them, to be honest with you, we can't do. Because we're still in our kind of restrictions as far as gatherings right. and, and so I mean, from a coaching stuff. standpoint, one thing that I've noticed is that man, you have an abundance of film about anybody and everybody that's in your section. I mean, how are you able to? Is that an approach that you meet with your staff right early in the season, or is that something that's always how you always approach it? Obviously, you want state titles. You know the recipe for success. I want more. Goals. So it's the stats teacher me. I want more right. information rather than less information. So I want an abundance of information, and it's similar to how I coach. If you ever watch in a timeout, I don't go to the huddle, especially in a full right away, or even in a thirty. I'm going to talk to my assistant coaches. You for do. Five I've, I've noticed that you do a really good job of saying, "How can we?" What do we need to do? And then we want to give them, and we've talked about this in our podcast about timeouts and how you really just got to focus on what a specific thing you, you, you could, you could hammer them a hundred things, right. but like, so what, I don't need what, to go what, over there right away. I need them to right. drink and relax for a second. Right. And I need body. to gather my thoughts with my assistant coaches and the going back to what we were just talking about with information, there'll be no difference. There'll be no different in tournament time than now. But I'll gather those coaches and say, what do you see? What should we be in offensively? What should we be in defensively? Any other changes? And they'll all throw stuff at me. And then I'll grab what I think is right and then go back to the huddle. So they don't take it personally if they say, hey, we should go zone and I stay man. Like they're just giving and, and they'll give, they'll, they got, they know they got five to 10 seconds to give their, their comment and their reasoning. And I just want information. So that's similar to film. I want information. And if it's too much, I'll just get rid of some of it or I will, won't even look at it. Um, but I'd rather have too much information than not enough. I want my sample size from the sample stats. And you teacher. want your sample size to be as current as it could be, right? Current, so we, we, like we a know. November game means nothing. Like, nothing I have, like I have literally. Because lately your, your, your huddle account has been like, whoa, like exploded with so much film, right? Yeah. Because you're trying is, to get the most recent of everybody. Of, of everybody. Because I have done this, like the, the second time we played in Janesville, Craig, we lost to them the first time. And again, very young, inexperienced. So I showed my guys that tape. And then I said, watch this. And they were like, <gasps> and go, we were bad. <laughs> and so November tape and February, late February, March tape should not, if you're, and especially your team in general, you're looking at like, you're peaking at the right time. We just had a conversation before this, right? You've won what eight out of the last 11 games. Yeah. You know, and so I mean, I mean, obviously one of your approaches is just the, I would say, and I'm not speaking for you is if I was in your predicament and I've been in this, uh, this situation where teams start to peak and play really well at the end of the season, is that what you want to build off? Right. That positive, look at where, where we've come, right. Right, right. And the thing is, we were we were struggling early. And we, I was talking to you about this when we had our COVID shutdown in late December, you know, 10 days of nothing and all that kind of stuff. I, I, and, and, I'll, and I'll use an analogy here. Down, we were down 17 against our crosstown rival a couple of days ago and ended up up six. So this team is so capable and getting so much better um, that that's the monster I got to feed. What I would tell coaches as far as getting ready for playoffs is 
it's part coach and part psychologist because there's lots of pressure and hopefully they've been under that pressure already all season that the seniors, that, that neck gets, that rim gets smaller and the clock becomes bigger. So my interesting is that we keep talking here. Do you think another podcast maybe we do next week is approaches to practice in playoffs? Because do you think practice looks identically the same or do you think? No, that that I don't. I, and the thing and is, I'm thinking here is like, if we talk about this, this is going to be a 45 minute podcast, right. but this is just the reality of good teaching and good coaching, right? We right. are constantly reevaluating what we're doing. So I, uh, Coach, are you cool if next week we talk about what practice looks like for playoffs? Because I think that would be a very good. No, I think I um, think that would be good. I think about. we should talk about practice. I think okay, I'm going to write that down that a little bit. Let's but, let's just keep talking a little bit more about this. Just the general approach. Yeah, but the general but the general approach is especially when you start getting. So there's a couple of things I think as coaches you need to do come playoffs. Hey everybody, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. It's Hump Day. Uh, it's funny. I have life lessons in my classroom, and I have a little camel above. But above hump days, um, this podcast is sponsored by Better Help H E L P. Um, you know, if there's something preventing you from from doing what you want to do and that happiness or achieving your goals, Better Help might be the answer. Um, I just know how important mental health is. Um, having been married twenty plus years to a psychologist, um, you know, and Better Help will match you with a therapist within forty eight hours. They're they have they're looking for licensed professionals all over the country right now, um, everywhere. Um, and it's it's an alternative to the, to the traditional therapy. Um, so go over and check it out. I do not think you'll be disappointed. Uh, and, and it's a special offer for listeners of the podcast, betterhelp.com backslash hoops. We get you 10% off that first month. So go, so go over and check it out and have a great week. But I think you definitely need to... Um, Think about like we know we're tweaking some stuff because we play one game this week and one game next week, which is very rare during the season. We only have one game a week. So we're thinking playoffs, even for the last regular season game, which is after the seeds come out for tournament. Everything is tournament based. Everything is how can we get our offense better? How can we get our defense better? Are there any other situations we need to work on? Are there any things like that that we – so everything is based around that tournament game. I don't necessarily tell the boys that. Um, so is that like a mental checklist for you? Or are you actually it is. It's everything – like we're, we're doing this. We're doing this a Sunday before it goes live. It's going to go on up on Wednesday. Um, what's that, the 23rd? And we're doing it right. on the 20th. So seeds will, we, you and I were talking, seeds will come out you know, today. T- today, this afternoon. We're doing this in the yep. morning. And then from that point on, everything is about that first opponent. And then if you get ready for that first opponent, you're getting ready for your last regular season game. Because for you, in in sense, given your situation, you're not playing for a conference title. Right, right. And we all and know Even when important. I was playing for a conference title, even when we won 14 in a row, the shift was always tournament. It was always because I don't mean to cut you off, but like, don't you feel like you already know that opponent that you're going to play that week before playoffs? I mean, you you do, right? Kids know you're going to make minor tees. You're going to look at film. That's going to be an easy opportunity. You know, that's going to be, um, those are some easy fixes. You you know what you're getting up against. Like there's, you know, you're not going to do a hundred different things to change. You don't want to show everybody either. Right. Like this is where you keep everything in your pocket, right. Till playoff time. You make those minor adjustments to the last team that you play in the season. And you know what? And you also, I think you were talking about, like, I'm going to set the tone mentally. 
Like if a player makes a mistake, I, I got to set the tone for them. This we can do that scrub crap playoff. I'll play somebody else this game just because I want that player to know that they're held accountable. So I think there's other things you could do right in the there there like you talk about that mental approach. Right. Can you it's it, it, it's got to be a shift and it's got to be a shift for your staff. It's got to be a shift for everybody. Um, and we've been talking about playoffs probably for a month. Like, Hey, seniors, you got, you know, there's, there's 27 days until the state finals. Hey, seniors, blah, blah, blah. we're talking about all of that stuff. We're talking about like, we will, we, I will this week. It, it's our last home game. We won't have a home game come tournament time. This is your last home game. This is it. This is the last time you put on a jersey and walk on this floor as a Memorial basketball player. This is the last. I mean, all of that has to be. I want that pressure now. I want it to feel it now. Because then when pressure comes in tournament, I'll just say, hey, remember that West game? We felt pressured. Remember this game? We felt pressured. This is nothing. This is nothing. Because I downplay it once it gets closer. Because I'll already have move them up it's like giving them a pretest from a teaching standpoint you know right maybe so you're basically a- saying that you need to front load because some of these coaches they'll go so die hard in the season right and then two week two they'll have their like game on a thursday and then on a tuesday more likely or the next thursday they're at playoff time and if you haven't been talking about it for that long period of time i don't think they're mentally right is that what you're trying to say yes 100 percent. that's what i'm saying they're just not ready and so for um, those coaches that have started playoffs, well, I, I, I guess this is something that you can learn. And we're, the future. And, and to be honest with you, to make a run at this thing, you know, you know, my team, we're going to have to, the margin of error is very small. We're going to have to play very good basketball to win. And they're, they're going to have to believe that they can compete. Yes. And I, and I think I've got them there. I think yeah. I, I, That's I, the first and, I told, and I told them after we lost our most recent game, I said six weeks ago, I didn't think we were very good. Six weeks ago, I didn't think we were playing very hard. Six because we won the we won the hustle, you know. I keep hustle stats, and we won the hustle right. stat in the last game. I said six weeks ago, this locker room wouldn't look like this because you're mad and you're upset, and I got a couple guys crying. I mean, it's like there's there's feelings, and you're you 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 wanted something and you didn't get it. I, six weeks ago, it was just been like, that's ah, a game in July in Indianapolis. Oh, wow. So, do, do you think for coaches too is that like after a game at the end of the season, as we move in, how they feel after a loss, like the mentality, like the feel of your locker room, can tell you a lot about how they're ready for playoffs, right? Like it if they is. don't, they're, get they're happen, locked. They don't, I got them right locked. now. They're, they're locked. locked. We watched because we lost this game. We lost the most recent game in overtime. And so we don't play for a week and it was a Friday game and we had Saturday practice. So Saturday practice, I mean, I'm playing four guys, like 30 some minutes. So um, I, uh, we had a very light practice, but we had an hour and 20 minute film session just going through that game. So we could put it in the black box and forget about it. And they were locked in. They were locked in six weeks ago, been jokey, you know, making like talking locked because they but, were you know i think that has a lot to do with young boys right and we're talking about boys boys mature it's amazing though by where they are in the beginning of the season to the end like they're just growing more right especially you have a lot of sophomores they're just you know psychologically their body you know they're just becoming young men yeah and it's a difference you know they right. start to really understand 
it's it's crazy, right? I see my son from 15 to 20 because he's going to be yeah. 20 next week. Oh my god, it's like it's like it's, it's a bigger jump than from five to ten. I'm telling yes, you, for sure. I, I would I would have to agree with you 100 percent being an early educator. Um, I, I I feel there's there's difference in knowledge, but like just general mannerisms and things and it's very similar, but like from a 15 year old to a 20 year old, crazy. 15 to 16, crazy. You know, he's it's a man. So, he's a he's yeah. a man. Like he can go out in the world and take care of himself. Right. And I don't have to worry about him. Like he's in he's in you know, Wyoming, he can get himself home. If he has any yeah. questions, he can ask me, and he does still. Because I'm, I mean, but I don't like. There's a 15 year old. No, no, are you kidding me? Okay. I, uh, be in fetal position in the middle of the airport or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be horrible. <laughs> but all right. So next week we're gonna do. Uh, I have a, uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, purchase to pl- uh, practice during playoff time. I think that's a great one. All right, so that's a great. great teaser. We don't usually give teasers, but I'll be no. But teaser. I like that. I think that's good. Yeah. All right. All right. Till next week, Coach. Bye. Till till next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.